All right, welcome back to Menace Podman, your NBA fantasy basketball podcast. I'm Scott Keller, along with Steve St. Pierre. I did not forget to say our names this time. <laughs> so you called me out <laughs> say last my episode. Name, say my name. <laughs> um, we are in the midst of week three of the NBA season. And uh, as always, we thank everybody for listening every week. And if you are a new listener or you're a recently new listener, just just so you know, we're, we're here every week. Usually Thursday we put out uh, new podcasts, so weekly, and we try to stick to the same format, you know, get started with some small talks, some fun stuff, maybe um, focus on some positive content and then, uh, you know, some social with some social impact. We like to focus on that as well. Absolutely. Um, and then after that, we get into the nitty gritty and get into the real, you know, numbers and fun fantasy stuff. So if you don't like our beginning fun stuff, you know, you can always skip to the check out the show notes and you can skip to the more uh, detailed fantasy notes. But but you shouldn't skip. You should like everything because it's awesome. But yeah, you should. But if you don't, we get it. It's all right. It's as an long option as you, for you. As long as you like half of it, we're, we're still happy with that. Yep. But uh, so, yeah, this week, Tuesday was Election Day. Um, obviously there were no games in light of, uh, I guess I'll call it promote the vote, promoting the vote. Um, and mm-hmm. there was kind of a, I guess it's a cool move by the NBA, but man, I missed it. <laughs> I, I had nothing to bet on. So I, re- um, had to bet on college basketball instead, which I mean, it's fine. So I guess I liked how it fell having Tuesday off. Cause then I got to focus on the beginning of the yeah. college basketball season, which is kind of cool. So. Um, but yeah, nice win for Michigan, nice win for Michigan, not for Michigan state. Um, (laughs) if, uh, (laughs) this, this early action tells us anything about what, you know, tournament will be like in March and things like that. Uh, you know, we saw upsets, like I said, Michigan state got upset by James Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Don't listen. Uh, Vanderbilt got upset by Presbyterian, which, uh, really mucked up one of my parlays there. (laughs) And then uh, it, women's college basketball, number one LSU, uh, lost to number 20 Colorado. So uh, lots of fun college basketball action out there. If you like that, I love it. But obviously, we're an NBA podcast. So try and stick just to the NBA stuff. Otherwise, we'd be talking for hours. So, yep. um, so yeah, that's out there. Um, as far as bets are concerned, we talked about everything we donate to and what we like to donate to. Um, I had a few bets out there. I literally have lost the last five bets I made by one leg. Um, and each of those were like one point, one rebound, something like that. So yeah, a little disappointing, so. not able to do any donations this week, but, uh, hopefully we'll get some wins this week. We'll get and, there. Uh, yep. And get them out there. But, uh, anyways, let's get started with the first thing. Name on your paper. First thing. So November, obviously, uh, last week, we focused on diabetes awareness, um, but obviously a lot of us know November, also known Movember, right? So <laughs> um, Movember, actually, I, I went back, I, I didn't really look at this, but it actually started, what is this, like early 2000s here? Yeah, um, sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's like 2003 is when it was formed, it kind of started picking up in the 2010s 11 and stuff like that and now there's over like 5 million that participate 5 million people that participate in the the movember movement um like i said everybody probably already knows about this already but obviously it's the you know an annual event to uh raise awareness to men's health issues such as prostate cancer testicular cancer and also men's suicide um as part of that part of their initiative and support um but yeah no with that i mean that's going to be my next donation thing after we get diabetes back on. So hopefully I start winning some bets there. Um, I don't have much more to say about Movember other than you can go on their website, you can support them, you can donate um, like we will end up doing here later this month. Um, but yeah, participate. I think you sent me a photo earlier today that I might post. We'll see. But <laughs> <laughs> um, you rocking a stash. I had been kind of rocking a a stash pretty well for the last uh i was i think it was like pre-movember i was like october or something <laughs> i had i had a mustache going through the end of october into november here so but yeah no wear your mustaches support the cause and uh show people that you support uh men's health and if you can donate go ahead and do uh knock some donations out there yeah and have fun doing it exactly and speaking of having fun in light of movember <laughs> 
Um, we're big into doing some drafts. I, man, we've been doing drafts of random things for years and since we were young, I think, I think yep. it's weird. It's one, one thing that, uh, I, you know, we just both did as young. I think we had other friends that did it too. And, uh, people that listen to this podcast. And so in light of that, like I said, we're going to have an NBA related mustache draft. So it can be a coach. It can be a player. Um, it can go all the way back in history as far as you want. Um, I think when I talked to you, I said, we're going to go four rounds. I'm going to let you have the first pick. We'll snake it. Um, and then I don't know, we'll just talk about some NBA mustaches and uh, hopefully I, I tried to make mine not too, too obscure. Um, so you, you know, you don't have to Google search a picture just to know what I'm talking about. Hopefully. Yeah. Same. I got a good mix here. So that's what I was shooting for, but, um, yeah. So I guess if you want to do this, you're on the clock with the number one pick <laughs> in the mustache draft. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get it started with Larry Legend, Larry yeah. Bird. Yep. Yep. Uh, just that classic stash, you know, the early days, you know, kind of the, the you know, his first few years there in, in, in Boston. Uh, and even in college, I think he had it uh, pretty good. Uh, there's really no need, like you said, to to Google it. You can kind of already find it pretty easily. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's out there. Yeah, go ahead and if you don't, hop on Google, check out that cookie duster, and you know, <laughs> see uh, <laughs> see how it is. I I love that mustache. It, it is one. It's you know, it's a top mustache of all time. There's there's no debating that. It's it has that. I don't know. He's he's so white. And it's so blonde <laughs> and just so light. It's a, it's just a very unique mustache. That's for sure. I mean, I had a, I had a Larry Bird poster um, up on my wall when I was younger, and you know, obviously it was rocking the stash. But oh yeah, yeah, with that Larry Bird thirty three. But anyways, all right. Guess I should move on and pick my bristle baton. I'm going to go with this. This one was tough. It, It'd be, I'm going to be a homer on this one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you got to go with James Edwards. Yeah. Of our persons. Yeah. That mustache, I, it was just fantastic. Um, Dude, I almost took him number one. Yeah. I That handlebar mustache. I mean, everybody remembers that. It's classic. It kind of, it gives you that, reminds you of the Hulk Hogan mustache a little bit, you know, like yeah. um, that, that horseshoe shape is it was just so defined. Very fitting. There. And I think even if you weren't a Pistons fan or grew up in this area, like you still know the James Edward mustache, right? It's just. It yeah. Just, and sadly he doesn't have it anymore. He's a cool ass guy. He actually um, works for the Pistons. He's one of their like community ambassadors and um, he's just a good dude. That's a great pick. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to follow that up coming back here in the second round. This is where I was having a hard time because I, there's just all types of mustaches that you can love. Um, yeah. This one is probably on par with the Larry Bird mustache. Um, so my my first pick here in the second round, I'll go with Kurt Rambis. Um, it is. It's kind of similar to the, the Larry Bird mustache with the lighter yeah. skin, lighter stash. He also had the glasses to go with it and things like that. So he just had a lot of accessories that were great. He um, did. Um, yeah, I I don't have much more to say other than it was, it's just a phenomenal lip rug. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I'm gonna homer out here myself, and I'm gonna go with Kelly Trapuca. Oh, nice. That one's just a no-brainer. Um, you know, I I. For anybody who doesn't know him, you know, this is going back a little bit. So, you know, this is going back to when you and I were like just born, you know? So, I mean, for a lot of younger people out there listening, you probably will have to Google some of these a little bit, but, um, you know, it won't be hard to find. And like I said, you know, we're homering a little bit here, um, being that we're from Michigan. Um, so definitely got to represent, um, and I get another pick here. Oh Yeah. Oh, this one's tough. There are so many good ones. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and take Adam Morrison off the board here. Ah, nice. He's, yeah, I think he's, he's fallen far enough. Let's get somebody a little bit younger, a little bit more relatable to today's fan base. And... Yeah, he was definitely one of my best availables at this point. Um, <laughs> Adam Morrison, he's getting the call out two weeks in a row now. Yeah, I was going to say we <laughs> talked about him last week with the whole diabetes thing. You know, my yep. daughter has type one. So this is kind of a, you know, shout out to her and, and kind of, you know, supporting her. So feel good about this pick and uh, I'll pass it back over to you. Yeah, he definitely has some solid upper lipholstery, but uh, <laughs> moving. Okay, so I got back-to-backs here going, man, three and four. How am I going to finish this up? So this one, not only a great player, one of the tops of all time, it's not like one of these like mustaches, moustaches, if you want to call it, that like you're just going to be like, yep, that's the one. But it's very iconic for me because that's the only way I could picture him. And that's David Robinson, the Admiral. Oh, good had, one. Had a fantastic caterpillar. Man, that thing was he like did. it was it was always it was just perfect. It was always just perfectly shaped, solid, very full. Um and yeah, I can just I can only picture him with that mustache. It's <laughs> it's uh, just beautiful. And then <laughs> Let's see. Moving on from him. Man, where do I want to go? This got to be my last pick. Yeah. Some honorable mentions. But um, let's see. This is tough. This is really tough. Man. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with the coach, Phil Jackson. Yeah. I was going to say we haven't taken any coaches yet. I, I got to put that one in. That broom was beautiful. Um, it, it was just, I mean, again, another thing in the 90s. That's I just saw Phil Jackson with that stash. It kind of it was on par with like an Alex Trebek type stash, a little bit bushier, but um, just very, <laughs> very iconic, very iconic snot catcher. I know. <laughs> And what a beautiful segue into my final pick. So there you go. Um, perfect way to describe this one. Also a coach, also a homer pick. I'm going to go with Stan Van Gundy. Oh, wow. Yep, that's a nice one. Close yeah. it out. Yeah. Stan, Stan. Van Gundy. What a nice flavor saver. Um, <laughs> this, you know, I I got a list of all these awesome I started uh, before I did this. I was like, "Yeah, I got to reference a bunch of." Uh, you know, I got a few words. good ones. I got a few. Yeah, you man, you you did your homework with that. I got a few names still on my draft board here. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you. Got, let's get some honorable honorable mentions here. Yeah, go, who you go got? For it. I will go back and forth. Here we go. I'm gonna go Stephen Adams. He was on my yep. board. Um, yeah, that's obviously one of the newer ones. Um, I he was after if i basically i wanted if i was going <laughs> i'm thinking nine can i want to diversify right with my <laughs> i already had the james edwards kind of similar in the stephen adams type vibe um yeah. so i didn't i didn't want two of the kind of that shape mustache on my team so i kind of pushed him down the board um, the thing about always... stephen adams yeah he didn't always have yeah. that that was yep. a temporary thing it looked cool but he's not really known for that you know he's had the long hair he's had the beard and all that stuff he's yeah. changed it up a little bit i think kevin loves another guy he rocked yep. a really good one but it was temporary but but i will tell you kevin love is one of the guys if you look on like wikipedia for november he yeah. is one of the guys that was singled out as a participant of november as yeah and his player, was so. great his so, was yeah. great, but it was temporary. I think the guys yep. that we drafted were all like known for their mustaches. Yeah. You know, like those things weren't going anywhere. No, for sure. For sure. <laughs> nope. I completely agree. Um, so yeah, that's, that's another reason. Yes. He definitely fell down. I do have Kevin Love on here just because <laughs> it was a, it was a fun looking stash. Um, a, a classic Walt Frazier. I wanted to put him in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the chops going with that stash. But yes. a lot of the time also he had like the full kind of goatee, not just Yeah, that's what I kept running into. Um, a lot of the goatees, you know, kind of takes it away. It's not the same. Yep. And then there was a lot of people um, with the lip lace. Like um, you, you had that, 
and like Byron Scott had the lip lace. Yep. Uh, Clyde Drexler had it for a while. Yeah. Um, even, even Jordan had a small little stash, right? Um, so everybody, there's a lot of people that had that little, just thin line right across the lip, right? Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to shout out Mark Aguirre. He nice. kind of had that too. Um, but he had like the, the full mustache and again, homering again with the Pistons, yep. bad yep. boys. Yep. Um, two other names that I had, Mike D'Antoni, when he had that, oh, you know, true. his that's was really true. good. Um, no longer there. He, he shaved it. He got rid of it, but he had that thing going for a long, long time. And then I'm going to throw kind of a dark horse one out there. And again, it's another Homer one, former Pistons coach, and he's no longer with us. Rest in peace. George Irvin. Mm. I don't know mm. if you remember him. No, the name. I'm trying to picture the stash, though. I'm gonna Google this real quick. Yeah, you gotta you gotta check it out. Anybody listening to stop what you're doing, go yeah. check it. I'm go check it out. I'm doing this live. Here we go. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Okay, <laughs> 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 I'll write it. We'll do it live. Um. Oh wow. That's yeah. uh. That's uh. Ah, oh, jeez. I'm that was going to be my like sleeper pick. Like if it, you know, if push came to shove, that's kind of like a Mr. Feeney stash. That's like, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> like a little wall, almost an Andy Reed stash actually shape. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. If we went multiple sports, man, I could go forever on stashes, but <laughs> yeah. we're definitely you keeping on like hockey, man. Hockey's got some good stashes. Yes, they do. Um, geez. <laughs> George Paris. Okay. Anyways. So yeah. Feeny. Yeah. Feeny stash was a good, it's, it's a good stash. Anyways, there's a, so when I was, so I tried to myself just think of all these names for mustaches so I could use them during this bit. And then uh, I realized that, you know, we have the internet, so maybe I should have just Google searched like slang for mustache. And I found a great site that had 55 slang words for mustache. Um, I was trying to find some of my favorites, and kind of ranked them as well. One of them was the double hamster. <laughs> I've never heard that one. I thought that one was fine. <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> the dirt squirrel. Um, that was a good one. <laughs> um, manometer is the one I've never heard before. Um Obviously, mouth brow, mouth merkin. I've heard these tickler, um, yeah. <laughs> grass grin. I've heard that one before too. Face furniture. That one's interesting. That one sounds like an insult, but uh, face furniture. Anyways, <laughs> soup strainer. <laughs> That's a good one too. Anyways, I'm getting too far off subject on this mustache thing. Um, so yeah, we're 18 minutes in, but uh, yeah, go support. Um, <laughs> Movember if you can, and, and uh, if if you got if there's any stashes we forgot or any great uh, uh you know names for mustaches slang terms that we forgot, just send us a tweet, send us a message, let us know. I want that was know a great draft though. I think it we was. nailed it. Yeah, I'll definitely I'm gonna put the draft results up on uh, Twitter here for yeah. for people to vote <laughs> the best stash draft. We're not talking stashes for uh, later on the <laughs> the IL plus. That's coming. Yeah, yep. Actually, it's probably coming right now. Here we go. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, actually, hang on. What was I going to follow up? Nope, we got that after the break. Right before the break here. Um, obviously, we got to pay some respects here. So we're going to go to a lot of fun to a little somber news, but he had a great life. Uh, the legendary Bob Knight um, obviously yeah. passed away on November 1st here. Um, controversial guy i guess sure but it's not controversial that he is one of the greatest coaches in basketball history um i mean no doubt set the tone uh early you know like motion offense and things like that um just pioneering the game i think he had i'm doing this all off memory i think he had 902 um career victories what coached with army and then obviously indiana and mm-hmm. three national championships uh with the hoosiers and uh then went on to texas tech after that did some, uh, you know, some commentating, well, not commenting, some analyst work with ESPN and all that stuff. But 
yeah, I posted a, a few things on Twitter, a few a few videos that are that he's definitely known for. If you if you've seen any um, you know press conferences and just quotes of <laughs> uh, Bob Knight in the past, I, I put two of my favorites up there. Obviously, the one where he's you know talks about uh, getting you know buried face down so his critics can uh, kiss his ass. Yeah, um, once he passes away, so that that was a perfect uh, quote for this time. There's a I think I retweeted it off to make sure I did, but there's another really good one. He's in like this press conference. I don't remember who he's talking about. Um, and, and the guy's asking him questions and stuff and he's trying to be really calm and just like be professional and talk and blah, blah. blah. He gets like 60 seconds in and then he just blows up and he, <laughs> he just starts swearing <laughs> and shit. It's, it's fantastic. It's really good. So obviously he had his, uh, you know, controversies with some, you know, the, the, the accusations of you know some physical altercations and things oh, like yeah. that you know we know him for throwing the chair and his anger in the hothead but um like i said you know bob knight was a amazing coach um you can't debate that no and, a uh, humongous impact on the game yeah yep so um yeah no they dead gone at 83 but uh i hope that you definitely will never be forgotten um i, I know that he just he just lived his life the way he he wanted to live his life and you got to respect that. So And Blue Chips, fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. There you go. So that'll do the first half. We'll cut to break right here. Come back on the second half. Steve's got all the injuries, transactions. We'll talk a little schedule real quick. Uh, we'll talk about pickups and we might do a little bit little bit of copying off some other <laughs> people doing uh <laughs> some some top guys and you know if they're if they're real or not I've, I've seen a bunch of people doing that but i'm going to use different guys names than i've seen out there so same vibe different guys but uh stay yeah. tuned hey this is steve from menace podman scott and i have been having a blast creating our podcast I can't tell you how much we look forward to recording days and providing amazing NBA content to our listeners every week. It's hard work, but with the right software, it's a lot easier. We use Podcastle to seamlessly edit and create production quality sounding podcasts. Podcastle is now equipped to record audio and video and distribute to all the places podcasts are found. You can find a link directly in the show notes to Podcastle. So if you're a podcaster or future podcaster, Go check out Podcastle. All right. Welcome back. Um, so to start off real quick, I'm just going to do it. I love doing this. And you got to know what the schedules, just a quick little summary here. Um, so obviously, when you're listening to this, uh, we're in the midst of week three. Um, and you've already probably have seen Monday here and Wednesday, full slate of games. Other two days that have a lot of games, Friday and Sunday. Everything in between, not too many games. So take a look at that if you want, but just focus on your, obviously, your your lineups. Then as far as teams with two games this week and week three, um, you have already been dealing with Cleveland, Toronto, and Portland. They have two games this week. Um, obviously, we'll talk about here later probably some possible streamers that might help you through the rest of the week um yeah. pickups and then on, and then next week when we look at week four uh you're looking at houston indiana and the clippers with two games so if you got guys on those teams our uh our pickups or streamers suggestions later here um may be of help for you but but yeah I think we can get started with your gamut of uh, injuries and <laughs> news and notes as always. Yep, we're we're back in the swing of things here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with some transactions. Um, the Grizzlies signed Bismack Biombo for the rest of the season, and he's going to take over in place of Stephen Adams. So he's going to kind of take over that role. Um, it sounds like they're going to start him. I, I think they're going to keep him in the starting five. Um, start him at the center position, move Jaron Jackson Jr. back to the four, and just kind of roll with that group for a little bit. I mean, they've been struggling. They're trying to get wins. It's not happening. So um, it's a good pickup, and he's a guy that could have some value. Uh, we're going to get into some other injury news and stuff, but Xavier Tillman, he is day-to-day -day right now. Um, you know, they have some other guys that have kind of come back, um, which we mentioned last week too. So, um, but Biombo, I think is going to start. And if he's starting and playing, you know, 
around half the game. He could have some value just from his, you know, blocking ability. He gets rebounds. He'll score a little bit, um, but he'll provide a lot of much needed stability for that front court. So um, good pickup. Um, Kevin Knox is back with the Pistons. He signed with them today um, on November 8th. He signed for the rest of the season as well. And we'll get into the Pistons, but they've got some stuff going on right now. Um, so he could be, you know, he should be in the rotation. He could possibly have some fantasy appeal based on kind of how the minutes go. Um, but he's definitely a guy to just kind of keep an eye on. Um, and then a guy I forgot to mention last week, Danny Green, he was waived by the 76ers when they made the big Harden trade. So I just wanted to mention that real quick. He's a guy that, you know, I think his fantasy days are, are well past him. But there's some, know, I was gonna say, there was a weird article I saw on him. Um, something about bonus a salary or something. He gave up some salary and then just got waived after <laughs> so they could pick up other guys. I don't know. Yeah. There was a story. It was out there. It did not sound, um, that good as far as, uh, how the 76ers treated him. But yeah, well, um, there are some rumors that they're going to re-sign him. Um, so we'll have to kind of wait and see. And, you know, we talked about him. He's a guy that in real life provides a ton of value. You know, he's a veteran guy. He's won before he, he and Nick nurse won a championship together in Toronto. So, you know, he's a guy that can definitely help them. I think it'd be nice to see him wind up somewhere. Um, so we'll have to see what happens. Um, let's go ahead and get into news um, as far as injuries go. Um, we'll start with James Harden. Perfect segue there. Um, he finally made his debut for the season uh, with the Clippers two days ago on November 6th. Looked pretty good. He got the start. Um, he had he played 31 minutes. He had 17 points, six assists, a couple three-pointers, a steal. He shot six to nine from the field and three for three from the line. So um, just a solid game. Looked pretty good. Um, Terrence Mann is still out. He has the sprained left ankle. Um, it's possible that he could come back and play tonight, November 8th. Um, and if he does, uh, will he be in the starting lineup? We're not really sure. I kind of get the sense that they're going to try Harden out as a starter first and kind of just see how this goes. And if they get into any kind of a losing streak or any kind of a funk, Maybe then at that point they decide to pull him and, you know, make him come off the bench. But we got all into that last week. I don't think we need to really dive too much into it here. We just yeah. got to kind of wait and see. For sure. I was going to say, check out last week's episode. We talked about a little bit and I was very skeptical of how the way that's going to work. I still am. Yeah, I am too. You know, we'll just have to kind of see how it plays out, but so far so good. Um, Let's go back to Phoenix. We've been talking about these guys a ton. Devin Booker, he's got a calf strain. Um, he was dealing with a toe injury, too. He, he's been out all season, but returned November 2nd and then went out again. So he's still got the calf strain. Um, there's still no timetable for him. We don't know what's going on. Bradley Beal has also been out. He's missed the entire regular season so far with a back injury. But they're saying he could play tonight. So uh, again, November eighth, we got to see what happens here. But um, you know, they're going to bring him along slowly. I think you know he might be in the starting lineup, but I can't imagine that they're going to put him out there for a ton of minutes. I think they'll be really careful with him. So um, if you have yeah, him, I, I actually have him. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you have him, you could probably put him in your lineup. You know, t tonight is a full slate so um you know maybe keep him on your il or whatever and just kind of see how things go precisely um, that's exactly what i'm doing <laughs> yeah but if you know if if you if you need to to get him out you know if you if you have an open spot you can probably you know if they say that he's going to play you can probably just go ahead and get him in your lineup just kind of hope for the best hopefully he doesn't have any setbacks um and you know we've talked all about how phoenix you know they've made all these moves and stuff, but they're very top heavy. They're relying on these guys and they need them out there. So uh, Booker and Beal need to come back and play and stay healthy. So here's to hoping that that happens. Uh, De'Aaron Fox right now with the Kings, he's dealing with a sprained right ankle. He's going to miss his fourth straight game. Uh, they've kind of just been doing it by committee. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just, you know, nobody's really kind of stood out there. They need him back. Um, 
you know, it does sound like kind of a day-to-day thing, so hopefully he won't be out too much longer. Um, this next injury, unf- unfortunately, is more of a long-term thing. C.J. McCollum has a small collapsed right lung. Sounds like he's going to miss several weeks. Um, there was kind of an update today. They're saying they're they're kind of taking it um, day by day, week by week. But um, there, there's you know they're just saying out indefinitely. I'm expecting that he's going to miss at least a week or two, at least. Um, it sounded like he had this collapse lung issue in the past, right? Yeah, he did. And at that time he, I think he missed like a month and a half, they said. So, um, yeah, we'll get into ads and stuff. Um, Jose Alvarado still been out, but he's a guy that I ran to stash as soon as I saw. That's all I got my brother. (laughs) As soon as I saw the McCollum injury. So, uh, and I have McCollum on one of my teams too. So, um, I'm stashing both of those guys right now. Um, you know, we'll get into more of the ads and stuff here in a little bit. Um, here's a guy that I think we jinxed, Alec Burks of the Pistons. As soon <laughs> as we gave him a shout out last week for how awesome he started the season, he immediately went down with a left forearm contusion, and he's about to miss his fifth straight game. So pretty much literally as soon as we recorded last week, he went down. So that sucks. Um, hopefully he's not out much longer. Um, the Pistons, they have a lot of other injuries right now. And like we said, they, they picked up Kevin Knox today. So, um, I'd imagine he'll get right out there and get some minutes. So he's a guy to just keep an eye on. I think that whole team, you know, Jaden Ivy's out right now. They've just, they've got a lot of guys kind of in and out of the lineup. So, um, yeah, you know, Bogdanovich, we talked all about that. So, uh, pretty much anybody who's playing right now is on the radar. So. You know, if there's ever a day where, you know, it's a light slate, only a few teams playing and the Pistons are one of them, you can pretty much look at their whole team as possible, you know, ad drop type guys for, you know, or yeah. DFS or well, anything like that. They'll explore like that. that more here in a couple minutes too. Absolutely. Um, going back to the Brooklyn Nets, same guys we've been talking about here. Nick Claxton, he's got the sprained left hand. Uh, Claxton's got the sprained left ankle. He's about to miss his seventh straight game. And then Cam Johnson, he's going to miss his seventh straight game. He's dealing still with the uh, strained left calf. Um, he does sound like he's going to come back. They, there was a report that they were sending him down to the G League. So um, hopefully this is the last one he misses. And that's going to yeah. be huge. I, say, I saw um, two reports of G League between him and Cam Whitmore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're, you know, that some of these guys are working their way back. It's going to be good. Um, Devin Vassell, he's dealing right now with a strain left groin and he's expected to miss his third straight game. So, um, yeah, Spurs are kind of a mess right now. We've been talking about them a lot. Um, you know, a guy that we've, we're talking about during the summertime, uh, Trey Jones, He's a guy mm-hmm. that, you know, he started for them last year at point guard. Um, he's been coming off the bench this season. I wasn't real high on him in fantasy. He started off the year really, really good, but now he's kind of faded again. So um, he was a guy that I was getting ready to call an ad. Now I'm kind of thinking he's a drop again, you know, and to get used to that with this team. You know, they're going to be yeah. up and down, a bunch of young guys in and out of the lineup, and that's just kind of how they are. That's how they're going to be. Yeah, I would assume Sohan's probably drop at this point too. Um, He's yeah, depending on the size of your league, absolutely. Yep. yep. Um, so, if you're yeah, in I a super it's... deep league, I would hold him. But other than that, yeah, you could probably move on there. It's just going to be up and down. Almost yeah, think... everybody on that team. Yep. Everybody, uh, but exactly. Wemby. <laughs> yeah. A um, couple guys we've been talking about who finally came back, Jarrett Allen and Darius Garland from the Cavs. Um, Allen had the bruised left ankle, and Garland had the strained left hamstring. They both returned November 3rd. Both look pretty decent. I think they're going to have to ramp up here, uh, but I think they will. Um, yeah, they should be fine. I think that was Jared Allen, too, that returned just in time to kick Draymond in the nuts. Wasn't that the first game <laughs> yeah. he was back? I think. Yeah, so, I think you're right. So you could get fan. We should have a fantasy uh, ten cat. <laughs> the tenth <laughs> category be uh, nut punches or something. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> do a whole draft on that too. Uh, Golden Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely played. Thank uh, you. 
<laughs> Terry Rozier, he's got a strained groin fitting. <laughs> Don't mean to be laughing here, but um, no. he's out at least a week. Um, so that's with Charlotte. Um, they've been dealing with some stuff. So um, again, kind of by committee there, um, not an obvious pickup in my mind. Um, no, just streamers think picking up more time, right? Yeah. Brandon know, Miller type folk, maybe for a game. Yeah. You know, I mean, he started the other night and looked horrible, uh, played like garbage. So um, true. get used to that. You know, again, young players, rookies, stuff like that. Gordon Hayward is always yeah, we um, talked all about far, him, but he's, yeah. yeah, we talked about him last week and uh, yeah, knock on wood. He's healthy right now. He's looking yep. really good. So he's always um, a possibility. Here's a guy that unfortunately cannot stay healthy. Robert Williams, the third. Um, he's got bone and ligament damage in his right knee and is out indefinitely. He's better had, luck next year. Yeah. <laughs> he said all kinds of knee issues, both knees. Um, I think last year he had a lot of stuff going on with his left knee. This year it's his right knee. Uh, dude just cannot stay healthy. It sucks because he's awesome. I mean, you know, I don't think Boston wanted to trade him, but I think they just realized, like, you know, hey, if we can get somebody who's actually going to be healthy and play, um, I, you know. I saw a tweet the I think it was yesterday or something and it said um, it was it was taking ranks of people in that in the huge trade because that was what part of the Dame trade and everything and yeah. Portland and Phoenix and Milwaukee kind of in a way right so it all yep. mixes together and it said the most productive nine cat player right now out of that trade was Grayson Allen yeah if you take the numbers yeah that was a interesting fact there yeah. That I did not that I didn't say Grayson Allen was a deep sleeper for me early exactly. in the season. Yep. So, yep. Streamer. Yep. For sure. We talked about that. Um, sticking with the trailblazers, Scoot Henderson, he's got a sprained right ankle. He's going to miss his third straight game. Um, he's been horrible so far. Um, and it's all systems go for Malcolm Brogdon. Um, he shouldn't be out there in any leagues. He was drafted almost everywhere. And whoever has him is totally reaping the benefits there. I'll tell you what, I dropped him because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have room for him anymore, and I kept Shane Sharp over him. I like Shane Sharp a little bit better. So. Well, Sharp's been really good too, and yeah. and and as far as like the long term play, that's the right move. No. Um, but right now, Malcolm Brogdon, all systems go. I mean, if he's sitting out there on any wires, pick him up immediately and use him as long as he's out there starting. Um, and as long as he stays healthy, he's another guy, huge injury risk. So, and shutdown risk with that Correct. team. Yep. Uh, speaking of injury risks, Jamal Murray, he's got a strained right hamstring. He's out at least a week. Um, we'll get into some ads and stuff r- related to him. Um, I picked up Reggie Jackson, mm-hmm. didn't have a great game, but I'm confident that he's going to bounce back. So, um, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, a couple injuries going on right now for the Orlando Magic. Markel Fultz has a swollen left knee. Um, he remains day-to-day. Sounds like he's making his way back. I think I read that he returned to practice. So hopefully he will be back for their next game. Um, unfortunately, we can't say the same about Wendell Carter Jr. He has a fractured left hand. He's going to be reevaluated in three weeks. So um we'll get into ads in a little bit here but like mo wagner he was an immediate pickup to me and even though he's not starting they're actually starting goga batase yeah i confused he's been up and down yeah but um but wagner off the bench has been really good all year and now especially he's gonna get more minutes um he's a must own in my opinion um our boy tari eason Yep. He's been dealing with the left leg stress reaction. He is returning tonight, uh, Wednesday, November 8th. So um, they're going to play him about 15 minutes. I don't think he's a guy that you can plug into your fantasy lineups yet, but he's definitely a guy to keep on your watch list and just kind of see how that team shakes up. Um, you know, we've talked all about it. They went out and made a bunch of moves and stuff. So there's just not as much time for him now in the rotation, but he's a guy per minute, does a ton of stuff nine cat you know he's great for defense um he can score he can hit threes he just does everything so um he's a guy i love and if they have any injuries suspensions anything like that um he would be a must add immediately for now just keep an eye on him maybe put him on a watch list and we'll just see what happens and then right before we came on the air today uh we got this bit of news here walker kessler our other boy 
Um, unfortunately, he's got a sprained left elbow. He's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. I feel so bad. I talked in one of our drafts. I I talked to our buddy Ian into drafting him. <laughs> I he think we both did. <laughs> he drafted him in both leagues. And, oh, did he? Uh, yeah, he sure did. And you know, we talked last week about how he's had an awful start. Yeah, uh, not his fault though. I mean, if you look like they're just not playing him as much. Correct. Um, you know, they're ends. they're using Ke- Kelly Olynyk, which by the way, we'll get into ads, but Kelly Olynyk, if he's out there. Yep. Um, you know, but still, they've got a, a huge front court with Markinen and, you know, with uh John Collins now, so um, you know, there isn't like a no-brainer pickup. Like Olynyk's going to get more touches and stuff like that, but like his numbers aren't going to skyrocket because they're just going to keep spreading spreading the ball amongst those other guys. And then their guard situation is a shit show, man. Like I, I, if you own any of their guards, just drop them and move on. It's just not worth it. It's not worth the headache in my opinion. Um, but we'll get into ads here in a minute. Um, he I just want to read a- averaging going back to Walker Kessler. Yeah. Obviously we love him. The dude was only getting what? Yeah, averaging like 24 minutes or something like that. I think it's like, yeah, like you know, it's going to come up. Yeah. They're just, you know, I don't know what they're doing. They're taking a look at some other guys. Maybe they're showcasing Olenek so they can trade him, Maybe. which would make a lot of sense. But even with that said, him averaging here 24 minutes just in November, let's say. So in November, the last four games that he's played, he's been averaging over eight boards, <laughs> about eight points and three and a half blocks. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, still those very productive through his yeah, 20 yeah. minutes. So. Still has his role and it's only going to get better. I mean, he's just, but he's got to get healthy, obviously. Yeah. Um, it, actually one of the best things that sounds bad, but maybe one of the best things that happened is that he is going on the IL for a minute and you can set him aside, give them some time to showcase other people. Like maybe that is the deal like you're talking about. And yeah. when he returns in two weeks, hopefully healthy, all of a sudden, you know, give, give him some more, you know, ease him into some more playing time sooner. So maybe it's yeah. a good, scenario as far as holding him as a uh, part of your fantasy team but. yeah i think you're right i'm gonna go ahead and read off the day-to-days here uh we've got anthony davis jalen duran lou dort herb jones draymond green ben simmons Derek lively xavier tillman who we mentioned earlier chris middleton and zion williamson they're all day-to-day hopefully not too long uh, we'll keep you updated Zion. though. Zion's yeah. isn't he just out because of a kid being born? I think. I think that's what it said. Or um, is that a rumor? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I probably should have verified. Yeah, that first, we but. should. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, Derek White's coming back. He's been. I was going to say um, on that note. Congrats. Yeah, <laughs> they they did have their kid, uh, but he's coming back. So uh, I took him off the day to day list. So, and as far as ads go, all right. We got to start off by talking about a guy who you and I both talked a ton of shit about during the summer, Dylan Brooks. He's been awesome. (sighs) He's been a (laughs) must-own guy. And I don't feel comfortable saying that. I don't expect this to last. I do think Eason coming back will kind of, you know, impact some of these guys a little bit. I'm going to call it right now. This is, So right now, as we're recording here on Wednesday, November 8th, Lakers, yeah. Houston is tonight. Yep. I'm predicting that LeBron shuts him the fuck down <laughs> tonight. LeBron probably, scores, LeBron probably scores 30, and I'm guessing the whole Lakers team teams up to just absolutely shut him down. And I think his yeah. he has a bad game. We'll see. We'll see if that happens. Maybe I can uh, be like, man, I called that next week but we'll see but I, I i agree with you i don't think it lasts but it sucks <laughs> it it does suck because you know we've talked about how we don't really like him personally and then up until now he's been completely unreliable in fantasy i mean he just never you know he he takes a ton of shots he's not afraid to shoot but he misses everything constantly yep. Uh, but this year, right now, he's sitting at number 45 per game across nine cat. And he's playing 34 minutes a night. He's shooting almost 60% from the field, which is insane. That is not going to last. Um, he's shooting 94% from the line. Um, almost three attempts a game. 
He's hitting over two three pointers a game. And just, yeah, I mean, he's doing his normal other stuff that he does defensively over two steals, over a block, or I'm sorry, um, what is that? That is steals. He's over a steal. Um, he's not blocking shots, uh, but he is getting rebounds. He's almost five boards a game um, and just consistent with the scoring. So, yeah, man, I mean, I hate to say it, but he's absolutely must own right now. Uh, but I don't expect it to last. I totally agree with you. I think tonight could be the start of the end, but we'll see. Uh, just had to put that out there, though. He's been really, really good. No, it's it's uh, it's a very valid point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he's. I mean, he's been picked up here, and as far as like Yahoo leagues, I think what was a sixteen hundred seventy transactions. Yeah, seventy one percent owned. So, yep. yes, he's definitely a one of those guys. Um, yep, yep. And then we mentioned Mo Wagner, um, Kelly Olynyk, Reggie Jackson. They're all guys that I think are solid fill-ins for the injuries that we mentioned. Um, yep. You know, Wagner. I would prioritize him for sure because that's going to be the longest term. Um, like we said, you know, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. He's out at least three weeks. Yep. And Wagner's been really good. He's been solid even with WCJ in the lineup. So you take him out, and now that's even more minutes, more touches, more usage. Yeah. So he was. A, he was. A, I actually I picked him up and ended up dropping him too with on one team. Uh, is had him in and out basically. Um. I used him as a streamer. One in, yeah. one out. And, <laughs> I mean. No, I, it makes sense. He was kind of more of yeah. a streamer up until now, but now he's must own. So if he's out there, go grab yeah. him. I would say even as the, it's, it's so weird though, that looking at rosters, cause you look at a roster and he's still, to me, he's actually still turns into a fringe kind of guy though, depending what kind of injuries you have and things like that. Yeah. Like, and again, it depends um, on the size of your league and stuff like exactly, that. But exactly. I just think he's been yep. so good and I think his role is going to be solid. So um, I would keep him if you can. Sure. Um, Kelly Olenek kind of view him the same way, not quite the same because like we just said, um, they still have a ton of other bodies there. They're going to be mixing and matching and stuff. And Olinick himself is injury prone. Um, he could get traded at any time. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, I think we already saw the impact of John Collins, obviously, on the team. So I th- maybe that obviously yeah. still has an impact. And that's in the back of my mind, too, as far as grabbing him. But like you said, you know, for a, a night or something, he's definitely he's the third most picked up guy here in this in Yahoo leagues right now. Yeah, uh, as far as transactions wise. So for sure. And then. Two- um, Reggie Jackson right now filling in for Jamal Murray. Um, They have some other guys too, who have played pretty well. Um, But I just think Reggie Jackson's role is probably the safest in terms of minutes, in terms of usage and stuff like that. Um, He's coming off a subpar game, but I think he's going to bounce back. Um, I think as long as Murray's out, he's at least worth a look, Um, you know, maybe more of a streamer, but in any case, yeah, I, I, I would use him if you, if you have an open spot. Uh, one guy who I think for sure is an ad, and I don't think he's out there in too many leagues at this point, is Jordan Hawkins. Correct. Um, he's been awesome. Yeah, um, he's the most picked up player here. Yeah, Especially Pelicans like are kind of falling apart right now. We talked about McCollum's injury, and we mentioned how Zion is day-to-day right now. So um, they're kind of running out of bodies. Uh, Trey Murphy's been out. We talked about that. Herb Jones is on the day-to-day list. Yeah. It helps that he hit what seven threes the other day too. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, if he's sitting out there, he's definitely a must-add right now. And uh, I mentioned Jose Alvarado. I think he's a mustache. Um, it sounds like he's going to be out. <laughs> there you go. A mustache. Mustache. I found the title. Yep. And yeah. um, <laughs> he, you know, we love Alvarado for a number of reasons. He's Adam Adam Lefko's boy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a guy. Like I said, as soon as I saw that McCollum is going to be out. I, I ran and stashed Alvarado with him and um, sounds like he's going to be out another week or two, but he's worth a roster spot because if he comes back and McCollum's not back, you know, they're going to give Alvarado plenty of minutes. They love him. They love his defense. They love his leadership. And he's set to have a, a bigger role with them than he has in the past. So um, he's definitely worth a spot on an IL slot. If you've got one, um, and I think that's all I got, man. That's all I got, my brother. 
Yeah. No, I think you covered pretty much everything as far as ads and stuff. I pretty much a lot of these people are already usually picked up by the time we're talking about it. I mean, this stuff ha- happens overnight. Um, people just jumping on people, but yeah, no, they're all out there. Um, Bradley Beal of- is officially back. Cool. Cool. I still will leave him on my aisle tonight. Just unless, yeah. uh, unless Derek Lively's out, then I got to swap him here, but there you go. Regardless. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, as far as just, uh, people, I just wanted to mention Marcus Sasser, the Pistons. Um, yes. obviously he's probably been picked up by a bunch of people already. I know he's not available and I don't think any of my leagues he's, uh, I think he can be almost a, you know, must roster guy too. Again, like you said, depending how deep your league is, um, with Ivy sitting on the bench, I not even with, I, I it doesn't even matter. The, the guy's just a stud. And yeah, want... he's in the rotation. I think he's here to stay, but you exactly. know, we've talked about how many injuries they have. Um, Duran's day to day right now, but Burks is out. Ivy's out. Joe Harris is out now. Yep. Um, we already talked about Bogdanovich. We've already talked about livers. Um, we already talked about Monte Morris. They're just running out of bodies. So that's why I said, man, like any of these guards and any of these swing men, um, Killian Hayes has been awesome lately. Sasser's been awesome. Our boy, Osar Thompson, um, he shouldn't be available at all. No, but no, um, he shouldn't. He's been great. Osar Thompson of the Thompson Twins. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold me now. Yeah, we talked yeah. about how they um, went out and picked up Kevin Knox. I would just keep an eye on him, too. Uh, keep an eye on all these guys. Yep. All right. So, yeah, I think that covers some some pickups and streams. Actually, as far as drops, I don't – I think – is there any other uh, – did we mention anybody drops earlier today? Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else really. Um, you know, there aren't a lot of, like, must drops at this point. I think it's no. just more – you know, Sohan. Um, I mentioned Sohan. Yeah, yeah. The Spurs, yeah. and then obviously, like you know, the injuries. You know, it's more. You're more adding people right now. There aren't too many situations where you're like flat out cutting someone, because if you've got somebody rostered, it's probably somebody who, even if they're not playing well right now, they probably have upside. Yeah, so you exactly. probably want to keep them and use them, especially if you've got open roster spots because of all these injuries. So, um, you know, just something to keep in mind, though. Um, yeah, yeah, a couple guys I called out earlier too before draft Anthony Black. I wanted to give him a shout out. He actually got uh, just one start, maybe two. I can't remember. Um, he's not, he's available in tons of leagues, um, but people are picking him up. And like I said, I think the revolving door in Orlando gives you lots of uh, chances there. So he's still somebody that I'm watching and is on my radar. Um, and then guys that have been disappointing me, I guess, uh, Benedict Matherin. Um, it's not anything he's doing though. I don't think that makes it's him that team. It's the team. It's yeah. The Obi Toppin too. Yeah. Obi Toppin, a guy that I was really high on, uh, yeah. but just the Pacers, they've been in a ton of blowout games. So a lot of guys, minutes have been impacted and, um, yeah, you know, they just haven't had a lot of games where they've had to go, um, 30 minutes or whatever for their starters. You know, they've been pulling guys and just, and they're, they're, they're just a deep team. They've got, you know, Buddy healed off the bench. They've just got all this firepower. So they've, they've got a big rotation. They're using their guys and they're winning. They look really good. Um, but yeah, hang in there with some of those guys and obviously just keep checking the injury report and keep listening to us. And yeah, it's early. Do not panic. It's early. It's early. Do not um, panic. Yeah. Going back to your point about Anthony Black, um, Orlando, they're dealing, like I said, with the uh, injuries to Fultz and, Wendell Carter Jr. and stuff. Um, but like I said, I do think that Fultz is going to be back here real soon. Um, Cole Anthony is another guy who's played well yes. and been getting a decent amount of minutes here the last few games. Um, so he's a guy that, you know, is definitely streamable. But I think moving forward, those guys are going to lose value because I do think Fultz is going to be back. Nope. Completely agree. All right. I just got two other quick things just uh bounce throw at you i guess uh one was a trade i made um with a guy <laughs> our good friend patrick jank uh, uh who we affectionately call trade a pet. 
<laughs> loves making trades, and I love that he loves making trades. So I figured, hey, let's see if we can get a trade going with him. Um, so I did make a trade with him. Uh, this was November 3rd here, so uh, earlier this week or than the last week. Um, I gave up. So I just want to get your opinion on this here. Sure. Uh, I gave up D'Angelo Russell and Kevin Durant. And in return, I received Tyler Hero and Desmond Bain. Yeah, um, it's kind of a bold move just because I think Durant's the best player in the trade. But Bain's been awesome, and he's not going anywhere. Um, he'd have to get hurt. Otherwise, he's you know he's here to stay. He's playing 35 minutes a game. He's currently ranked number 15 across 9-cat. So, um He's been the best player in terms of rankings this year. And so I like that. Um, and Hero's been really, really good. He's ranked 24th right now, and he's playing almost 38 minutes a game. And we've talked all about how decimated Miami's rotation is. So um, definitely a ton of like short-term help for you. Um, but I am a little bit worried about, like, can those guys stay healthy? Uh, what's going to happen to Bain when like John Morant comes back? I still think Bain's going to be awesome. He's been really good the last couple of years. He's obviously a starter. He's not going to be too impacted in terms of usage and stuff like that. So I think he's here to stay. Hero I'm a little concerned about. I just think Miami's not a finished product here. I think they're going to make some moves, bring in some other guards. We know we've talked about how um, you know, Kyle Lowry should not be starting, but they don't really have any other options. Um, they brought in Josh Richardson, but he started off real slow. Um, Caleb Martin's been out all year so far. He hasn't been playing. So, um, you know, we'll have to see what happens when they get to full strength. And if they do wind up making any other moves here. Um, and like I said, I do think they're going to do something here at some point. Um, but can't argue with the results right now um definitely in your favor in the short term so um d'angelo russell's been really good though too Mm -hmm. um and i'm sure pat's happy to have kevin durant you know he's the best player Mm -hmm. um you know what's going to happen when beal's back and booker's back you know um can durant stay healthy he is older um so i understand why you made the trade uh, but I also understand why he did. And, you know, if everybody stays healthy, it could be, you know, kind of a wash. Um, but right now, the numbers are in your favor. So congratulations. Boom, Sagalaga. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And lastly here, um, like I said, um, I've seen other fantasy analysts doing this as well. It was kind of just like a, a these guys are top. We're doing nine cat um, uh, rankings here. And guys that are on the top here, I was just going to bounce a couple names off you. Are they there to stay? You seem, you know, or, or are they going to fall out of this this kind of top spot? So mm. I've seen a lot of names come around from other people, but I'm, I'm going to throw around some different names here just for fun. Um, cool. The first one I'm going to start with here is Chet Holmgren. I think right now he's ranked, looks like 11 in uh, nine catch per game uh, stats. Does he stay, I guess, top 15? I'll, I'll give it a little range. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to stay top 15, but I think he's going to be up there. I think it would take an injury to bump yeah. him down at this point because, um, you know, we've talked all about how their front court is just, you know, there's nobody left, you know, and, and they've, they've had to play him and he's been so, so good. They'd be stupid to, to not play him. So, um, are they worried maybe that they're going to, you know, overdo it with him? Uh, probably. And I do think um, getting the other Jalen Williams back in the lineup will maybe help with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they probably do need to make another move here and get somebody in there and just kind of ease up a little bit. Um, but no, man, I think, I think it's, I think he's probably going to stay near the top 25 at least. Uh, with he's that- looked fantastic. Say so with that said, does that take anything away from SGA? Does he? I know he's ten right now as far as per game. Yeah. Does he? Does he stick up there? Or do you um, think he? I think Shea's good to hit? go. I think Shea's. Yeah. I think Shea has actually started off kind of slow. He's yep. had um, a couple bad games mixed in with some great ones. Um, I think if you 
take away, you know, the, the game October 29th against Denver, he shot two of 16. And True. I yeah. mean, if you just take that game away, it probably catapults. Noticing his free throw attempts have been low this year too. So. Yeah. So he's fine. definitely a, a guy that I'm more than comfortable with um, saying that he's going to finish at or around the top five. So um, no, I don't think he's impacted at all. I think both of those guys are good to go as long as they stay healthy. All right. I'll give you, let's see, let's two or three more here. One is Paul George, because I'm worried about Paul George. He's on one yeah. of my teams. Um, we saw the return of uh, James Harden, obviously, the other night. And I think, what did he have, 10 points or something? Not even. I can't even remember what his line was there. Yeah. And you know that there's going to be some rest days and stuff coming in here. Um, he's fifth per game right now, which is amazing. But, you know, now they're going to have James Harden added to the mix. Um, so, yeah, I don't expect these numbers to continue. He's definitely like a, you know, I don't really like to get in the business of selling high mm-hmm. on people because um, you do run a huge risk when you make trades like that. Um, it could work out for you, but it could also really screw you over. And then when it when that happens, it also makes your opponents better. So it's kind of a twofold. Um, yeah, so but. Having said that, if there ever was anybody that I would deem a sell high player, it probably would be Paul George, especially with like, like we said, he's ranked fifth right now. I don't see that lasting with all that firepower on that team, but, um, you know, he's a great player when he's healthy. Um, he's proving that he's still definitely got what it takes to, uh, you know, make them a contender and yeah, hopefully for him, it'll last. All right, and two more. Tobias Harris. I think he's ranked like 24 or so here. He's after a, he's just red hot to start this year. Obviously, he is. we know Harden's gone, and but any transactions we think they're going to pick up is his usage is just going to stay there, right? I, I think the, I think the usage and the roles there, but he's shooting 63% from the field right now. I don't think that's sustainable. Uh, but I do love him. You know, he's definitely a Menace Podman favorite. Your former neighbor. Yep, that's correct. Um, you know, great guy, um, awesome player, very underrated fantasy guy. He just he he always gets drafted way too late. <laughs> um, he always outperforms his draft spot. And um I think like you said, with Harden out of the picture now, um, you know, he's his role, his usage, everything should be good. So um is he gonna stay top twenty five? No, I don't think so. Um, but is he gonna stay, you know, maybe top forty? Yeah, I think he's got a good chance. Um, and he's a guy, you know, we talked last week about all their forwards and stuff that they have now. I don't think that he's impacted by that. I think he's going to be in the starting lineup. I think his minutes will be about the same. He's at 36 minutes per game right now. I think that probably comes down to about 32, 33, um, but not much further than that. So I think he's good to go. All right. And then lastly, going to go with one of my favorites, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> He is currently around 30 here as far as per game's concerned. Um, I can't remember exactly where his ADP was. I assume a little bit higher than that. I think he was what? It was in the teens. Teens. Okay. So a little bit lower than uh, some people expected at this point. And I actually talked to uh, our buddy Trader Pat on the phone today about him um, as he was looking to try and wheel and deal some more trades today with people. And uh, um, he was like, hey, you know, what do you think about Irving and part of, you know, a trade here? And I was like, I think he's kind of gonna settle where he is right now and it's fitting perfectly with the six and one Dallas Mavericks yeah as as long as Grant Williams keeps up at the shooting and you know kind of the numbers that he has obviously he's probably not going to be shooting 60 percent from three or what is it 54 um all year but as long as he's productive I don't think Kyrie has to be that productive as far as scoring is concerned um he's he's Right now, I think through what seven games, he's averaging twenty points, almost four rebounds, almost eight assists, and two steals per game, which is still awesome. Yeah, but does he go up, down? You just keep him right there. Um, he probably stays around here. Maybe he goes up if something happens to Luca, but um, otherwise, yeah, he's probably around here. But like you said, this is this is fine. Um, you know, he does everything that you need a guard to do, and we talked all about the importance of guards in fantasy. So a guy who's getting you, you know, or at least can get you double digit assists, 
to go along with over 20 points a game. You mentioned the steals. He's had a couple a game. Um, he's had one game with four steals. He's had another with three. Um, so that's amazing. He's always been a really good shooter uh, for a guard. I think the percentages could go up a little bit even. So, um, yeah, I love Kyrie. Uh, I think he's going to stay around where he is. I think he could get higher if the field goal percentage goes up. Um, Right now he's at 43% from the field. I want to say he's more of like a 47, 48% guy um, throughout his career. So um, he could go up there. And then, like I said, if anything happens to Luka, that's going to be more usage and stuff. where he'll be scoring more points and probably hitting more threes and stuff like that. But um, yeah, no, I love Kyrie. Um, Yeah. I don't really have too much to add to him. I think he's good to go. Time to go, Maryland. All right. I think that covers it. I had a long second half here going going on 40 minutes, but hopefully, you know, he enjoyed it. Lots of content. Um, Obviously, like we said, we're out here every week, usually getting published here on Thursdays. They come out. Uh, Check us out. Spotify, iTunes, or not iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Um, Yeah. No, like I said, we thank everybody for the support. Thank everybody for listening to Menace Podman every week. Find us on Twitter. Send us some questions. Give us some mailbag stuff. We like some interaction. Um, at Menace Podman there on X. And uh, yeah, I think that covers it here. And we will talk to you next week. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, support Movember if you can. Right on. Thanks, Scott. Yep. Thank you. Hey, it's Scott from Menace Podman, and if you love sports and you're a somewhat low-key gambling degenerate like I am, you should definitely check out Outlier.bet. They have a super easy-to-use platform um, supported on both mobile and desktop sites, um, and it really allows you to crunch the numbers and make you get some confidence in the bets that you're making. Um, You can do multiple things um, on Outlier. Uh, You can explore across multiple markets. Uh, you can get suggestions on and curated picks. Um, you can analyze trends, matchup data, line movement. And my favorite feature, um, Outlier is integrated with multiple betting sites. So you can seamlessly transfer your picks to automatically fill out your bet slips um, with just as easy as two clicks. Um, so there's a link directly in the show notes to Outlier. You should check them out. Um, click on the link, go to the site, sign up, get a free seven-day trial of Outlier, and go win some money. And Miss Parliament.